Hey, it's Jeff Dolan with Wave. This week, I want to talk about the six legal mistakes that can ruin your podcast. How easy is it to make podcasting legal mistakes? Imagine a situation. You start podcasting and then bam, you receive a cease and desist letter that claims you should stop illegal activities that concern your podcast. Or what's worse, a lawsuit is filed against you. Why? Because you've made one of the podcasting legal mistakes. For this not to happen, follow our guide on how to eliminate the legal pitfalls that can destroy your podcast. All right. So what are the six biggest legal mistakes made by podcasters and how do we avoid them? Number one, no signed contracts. Most likely your collaboration doesn't boil down to podcast guests only. You may also work with producers, co-hosts, sponsors, virtual assistants, editors, etc. You should communicate your plans for the episodes with all these people up front and endorse them with a legally binding agreement. Why bother and what risks from the legal standpoint can you face if you don't have any written agreements? David Aylor, founder of David Aylor Law, explains why podcasters should sign contracts and with whom. Quote, let's assume that your guests may no longer want to have their interviews in public access, but the episodes in question are at the peak of their popularity and you refuse to remove them. Under these circumstances, the guests may initiate legal proceedings against you unless you have a contract which states that it's you who decides what to do with the content, whether to delete it or not. You might need to sign several legal documents that detail the rights, obligations, prospects, terms, and conditions of broadcasting and cooperation between the people involved in it, end quote. David enumerates the types of contracts that podcasters should consider to ward off podcasting legal mistakes. They are the host agreement, the co-host agreement, collaboration agreement, guest release form, distribution agreement, audio engineer contract, editor agreement, sponsorship agreement. Okay, let's talk about number two, the second mistake, undisclosed sponsorship and advertising. Podcasting is a superb medium for digital marketing. U.S. podcast advertising spending is expected to increase by 38.7% year-to-year based on Thrive My Way stats, not by chance as the number of podcast listeners is growing steadily and may account for 504.9 million in 2024 compared to 274.8 million in 2019. You can win your audience over and reap the benefits only if you use the legitimate forms of sponsorships and advertising. Hiding the fact about a sponsorship or any affiliate relationships is considered an unfair competition and unlawful practice under the Federal Trade Commission, FTC regulations in the U.S. The FTC can penalize those who don't disclose paid advertisements and endorsements when launching influencer marketing campaigns, for instance. In 2020, the agency imposed a $15.2 million judgment upon Teamy, a tea and skincare company, for failing to disclose material connections to the influencers who promoted their products on social media. So, whether you insert dynamic or baked-in ads into your episodes, you should always mention sponsors and affiliates. In order to make effective disclosures, read the disclosure guide developed by the FTC. And that's linked in the written version of this show. All right, the third mistake is monetization without registering a limited liability company or LLC. In other words, a business. 
Normally, you don't have to bother about an LLC until you decide to monetize your podcast and make money from it. No LLC registration is one of the most common errors when it comes to podcast monetization, believes Mark Pierce, CEO of Colorado LLC Attorney. Quote, an LLC gives you a chance to formalize your show into a business entity and waive anyone else's rights to future profits from it. It's a great way to protect your intellectual property assets, save money on taxes, and sort the things out with your co-host. What amount of profits each of you gets, what happens when one of you leaves the project, how you'll resolve disputes, who has the ownership rights for each episode, and the like. Mark notes. All right, the fourth mistake is copyrights infringement. It's a type of intellectual property rights infringement and one of the most typical legal errors made by podcasters who violate the copyrights by plagiarizing texts or using sounds and visuals without licenses or permissions. Let's talk about plagiarized text. Plagiarism is a serious violation of the IP laws. For example, the Crime Junkie podcast hosted by Ashley Flowers and Britt Prawat had to remove several episodes after plagiarism accusations in 2019. But it doesn't always end with simple episode removal. The two journalists producing Mord Poden, a Swedish true crime podcast, were fined in 2020 because they had infringed on the copyright of Lars Olsen, a Swedish writer, by plagiarizing part of his book in their episode. Now, a similar destiny may await Robert Downey Jr., a famous actor who is accused of using parts of Paul Morant's book without permission for his podcast. Sounds without a license. Music is significant for intro-outro creation because it hooks listeners at the beginning and leaves an emotional impact at the end. Have you heard of the so-called 30-second rule that allows you to use 30 seconds of music without copyright obligations and without any permission needed? It's a common misconception that can get you into legal trouble. It's another podcasting legal mistake. The Americana Music Show podcast went silent after infringement claims and the takedown notices from the Recording Industry Association of America, or the RIAA, because of the illegal use of musical recordings. Here's another case. An iBus Media podcaster was hit with a copyright lawsuit for unlicensed music. Visuals without a license. Why do you need images in the first place? For podcast marketing, of course, to feature your show on your blog or social media, for example. Lacking a license for image usage from copyright owners or creators, the artists, designers, photographers, etc., may be an issue that can undermine your efforts altogether. For example, Russell Brammer, a photographer, sued Violent Hughes Productions for using a copy of his photograph on their website for promotional purposes. How can you avoid the copyright violation and escape podcasting legal risks associated with it? Carter Sooth, author of Credit Summit, shares the five possible variants. Option one, create unique digital assets, your own text, photo, sounds. Option two, use Creative Commons licensed content, which is pod safe, legal, and may be freely used in podcasts, and follow specific terms and conditions indicated by an artist or creator. Then you have option three, obtain the permission of the copyright holder and license the rights to that text, sound, or image. Option four, buy a license from an image or audio directory. And finally, option five, find royalty-free assets. As for the latter, you can take advantage of these listed websites. For royalty-free music, check out the Free Music Archive, Premium Beat, freebeats.io, Pixabay Music, 
artlist.io and Competech. And for royalty-free images, you can check out Pexels, FreePick, Unsplash, FreeRange, StockSnap.io, and Kaboom Picks. All right, let's talk about the fifth mistake, privacy and publicity rights infringement. Privacy rights. How can a podcaster invade the right of privacy? For example, by making public the guest's home or email address, phone number, diagnosis, or any other data of personal nature. Publicity rights. Publicity rights, aka personality rights, give the right to control, limit, and prevent unauthorized commercial usage of an individual's name, image, voice, signature, etc. A violation of personality rights costs Ford Motor Company $400,000. Bette Midler sued the brand for imitating her voice in the commercial that later fooled tons of people who thought it was actually Midler singing. How does one avoid a lawsuit over infringing on the right of privacy or publicity? Follow the recommendations given by Frank Rogers, specialist driving offense solicitor of Frank Rogers Law. Quote, firstly, check country and state-specific jurisdictions. Secondly, you must get the guest's written consent on what personal information can be disclosed during the talk. Lastly, you should also leave the right for the guest to edit the final podcast. End quote. For example, if the guest said something factually wrong or they want to change something they're embarrassed about, they can freely ask for edits and changes so as to protect their reputation. Make sure to discuss all the delicate topics in advance before interviewing. All right, and finally, the sixth mistake is defamation and or threats. What you say in your podcast matters greatly. In 2019, Craig Wright, who's been claiming he is actually the enigmatic Satoshi Nakamoto, the founder of Bitcoin, sued Peter McCormick, podcaster and blogger, for libel. In his tweets and in a video discussion broadcast on YouTube, McCormick called Dr. Wright a fraud and his claims to be Satoshi a lie. It's one of the most recent, much-talked-about defamation cases in the UK. Quote, based on different international jurisdictions, defamation is either a civil or criminal offense punishable with fines, prison sentences, and even deprivation of civil rights in some cases, emphasizes Ben Michael, practicing lawyer and founder of Michael & Associates. Quote, for example, in such countries as Austria, Finland, Denmark, Portugal, and the Netherlands, among others, defamatory statements fall into the criminal offense category. The duration of imprisonment for them may vary from one to five years, he says. Defamation is definitely a podcasting legal mistake you should avoid. Cyberbullying, threats, and harassment should also be out of the question in your podcast. At this rate, as Ben points out, severe fines may be applied as well as a jail sentence. In Australia, for example, the maximum penalties for cyberbullying and threats are the terms of imprisonment between 3 and 10 years. All right, what are the best resources to get you legally savvy in podcasting? You can expand your legal knowledge pool with the resources mentioned here. Three books. First book is by Paul Chandler, The Podcaster's Guide to the Law. The next book is by Gordon Firemark called The Podcast, Blog, and New Media Producers Legal Survival Guide. And the final one is by David Lizerbrom, Podcast Law. All right, several PDF guides you can check out, and the links to these are in the written version of this podcast. 
The first PDF guide is by Colette Vogel. It's called Podcasting Legal Guide Rules for the Revolution. The next is by David Oxenford, Legal Issues in Podcasting, What Broadcasters Need to Know. And the final one is by Dr. Richard Carver called Freedom of Expression, Media Law, and Defamation. There are three blogs you should probably follow if you're interested in this topic. Broadcastlawblog.com, internetandtechnologylaw.com, and inform.org with two R's. And as for podcasts, there's three that we can recommend. One is the Media Law Podcast, News and Current Issues in Media Law and Regulation. There's the podcasts about podcasting, everything you should know as a podcaster. And then, of course, there's the Wave Podcast, which you're listening to now, which is all about how to promote your podcast, market your audio, and succeed in building your audience as a content creator. All right, so stay aware of podcasting legal mistakes. We all learn by mistakes, true. But when we talk about the legal landscape of podcasting, it's better not to make any of them at all. You've seen why. By keeping these commonplace podcasting legal mistakes in mind, you can play it safe and leave no room for error when you make or promote your next episode. May your podcasting be smooth and risk-free. This week's episode of The Wave Podcast is brought to you by Duplicate. Recording your podcast is just the beginning. The hard work comes next. That's why you want a partner like Duplicate who can take what's hard off your plate. At Wave, we're building the best platform to market your audio yourself, but sometimes you don't want to or need to. Enter Duplicate. Producing, editing, and promotion is hassle-free with Duplicate. You're all-in-one audio marketing partner. Wave users get 25% off their first service. Go to duplicate.co and book a free intro call today. That's duplicate, D-U-P-L-I-K-I-T dot C-O.